Hello, everyone. I'm Joni. And I'm Janie. Welcome to Tuesday at Two with Joni and Janie. We are two friends who lost touch with each other for 40 years and then serendipitously reconnected again. And now we are enjoying a beautiful renewed friendship. While catching up on our life stories, we soon realized that we had a lot to talk about. So we decided to start this podcast as a way to share our wisdom and views on life and to help connect hearts across the generations. Have fun listening in. We hope you can relate to some of our topics we discuss and are able to take away something that can help you navigate with life because it has a lot of ups and downs and I'm up yeah, that, and down. For some reason, you, you stumble through that. Know. You want me to rewrite it? No, no. Have... Yeah, so we're not in Schenectady this time. We're in Albany at Professor Java's. We are right on Wolf Road, right near the Albany Airport. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, it's adorable. It's got some beautiful, creative... Artwork, local artwork, and um, of course, we're as cute as we could be just sitting here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my wrap, my, uh, my Mediterranean wrap. Oh my goodness! And Some more, coffee. Yep, but more people are coming in, and we can't have like a powwow. No, I know. I don't know if it gets too noisy. Maybe we switch places, or yeah, right. It's, it's cold outside. It is cold outside. Earth. Yeah. Anyway, what's our topic for today, Janie? No, is it friendships? No, I think we're going to switch up, switch it up when we're talking about exes. Oh, that's right, exes. Oh yeah. my God, my exes is from Texas. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm in New York, so what the hell do I care? <laughs> right. That should be a song, right? Right. <laughs> you know, I think um, being friend, we were going to talk about friendships and um, as it relates to our exes. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, is it possible to be friends with our exes? And um, I really do think it just depends. You know, I mean, of course, if it was abusive in any way or toxic, right? I don't think it's a good idea. Right. Right. You know. Yeah. I I think the thing that I marvel at is people who really successfully are able to be really genuinely likable. Cooperative um, friends. Yeah. I marvel at it. And I I also ask the question, because, you know, we got to, begins and ends with each one of us as individuals. Why can't I seem to have relationships that end well? Mm. You know, they end in a, a cold standoff usually yeah it's like you're in your corner I'm in my corner bye-bye see you later I don't like that and I but is that my theme uh-huh it yeah. has been there's there's this new thing now where you make an amicable um, conscious decision to break up and then you be, remain friends if possible or at least civil with each other right you know before breaking up um, sometimes it works. Sometimes, you know, people just go their own way. Right. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. Um, right. right. But in my case, I wasn't friends. Well, I, I was friends with my first husband for a while because we, we shared a child. 
Sure. That's important. If you have a child, you should probably keep it as civil as possible. Right. And then my second husband, no, it was just like abusive. So I just yeah, yeah. couldn't it? Well, it wasn't to be at all. No, it wasn't to on be any at all. Level. Right. So I made that decision. No. Now, yes, we share children, but there was distance. Right. As there country. needed to be. Yeah, as there needed to be. Yeah. And, um, you know, two countries. We were in two different countries. Yeah. So it really didn't need to, I didn't need to foster a relationship right. in any way. Right. Other right. than allowing him to, you know, speak with the kids, write letters to the kids, you know, do things like that when he needed to. And then when they were old enough, you know, we went to visit and they got to see him. Right. And, um, you know, some have decided to foster a relationship and some haven't right so you know but they're adults they can make a decision on their own right but as far as i'm concerned i'll you know if i see him i'll be cordial but i don't need to foster any kind of a relationship right yeah right yeah yeah well and i and i think that then it, then you you know have to bridge the question can you be can you be good friends with the opposite sex without there being a, like a tension of some kind? That's an angel question, isn't it? It, it is. Yeah. You know, I think if you're friends with somebody before you're romantically involved with them and then break up, the chances of you going back to friendship is higher yeah, than if you were friends before. Yeah, that's true. Um, and like you said, it depends on if the person is amicable, if they're, you know, reasonable. Well, and it also depends on have they moved on to another relationship? Does the person in that relationship allow? I'm sorry, I'm using that word, but it kind of comes down to that. And, and not to generalize, but I guess I am, at least in our genre, um, males tend to defer to their females and um, you know it's always I I just see it time and time again as a oh well what do you think you know um, and then they allow uh, the female maybe in that relationship to take the lead and to say well no I don't want you to ever get a phone call from her or me for coffee why would you do that would you want that with me if I turn the tables and you know and so I think that age-old question also at the stem of it is do you trust your significant other right and do you trust yourself? Exactly. And can you be 100% transparent? Right. Right. You know, real, because, real honesty. Like, real yeah. genuine. Like, you know, and, and you know, this is where I think boundaries are okay. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I have to say it. I, I think in some instances, a lot of the men I know are really good at their boundaries. Mm-hmm. They're really good. <laughs> And I feel like, as females, I think we're a little, I think we can get a little blurred there. You know what I've noticed what? a lot? Like when, I've, when, I, when you meet a male, and you, and you kind of like have that tension between yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Nine times out of ten, if they're honest with themselves, right. and they are conscious of that, they will mention that they have a wife. 
somehow. Right. Oh, Have you yeah. noticed that? Absolutely. They'll say, oh, yeah, my wife and I, da, da, da. Yes. Or my wife and I did this. Yes. Oh, or, my God, Joanne. Right? Absolutely. And that's great <clears throat> because we as women are probably wondering, well, is he single or is, you know, what's yes. up with him, you yes. know? But then as soon as he says that, that is a sign that he is conscious of yes. that tension between you. And I think that's great. So, so well said. I, 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 I'll tell you, I was so shocked. I had, I, I, I was an adult in my 30s, still taking some uh, night classes, oh, even some day classes at a college. And uh, even after I had my degrees, um, I, I would go back for these certain classes. And, and this professor was so gregarious, and he, he was so entertaining, as I think so many teachers can be. You know, there's a reason why they even want a platform of any yep. kind to be <laughs> yep. on and for their, their uh, career. And so, after um, a couple of weeks, I don't know, he had just given a great class. And so I went up to him and I said, oh my God, you are, you're so darn good. How'd you get so good? And wow, that's are you, your point on this and your point on that. I'm just really liking this. You know, and I, I think it's the best. And I'm so glad to be taking this class right away. He, he, he talks about his wife. Yeah. <clears throat> and it was like, what? Yeah. I looked at him and I thought, oh my God, no, no, mister. You had no intention. No, no. not at all. I, I wasn't even attracted to him. I was attracted to his energy. Right. And his, his, his mind was so bright. Right. And, and interesting. And, and it's like... Oh, I see. So, some people you can't even compliment them in a in an enthusiastic way, right. or else it's going to be like, um, you know, I've, yeah. But here's my ring. But you know, like, it's a protection for him too. You know, right, especially right. because of agreement with yes. his wife. You know, about being friends or hanging out with any women. You know. Well, and, um, and especially in a career, if you're in a job, it's like, oh, you know, the Lolita. Um, you know, you're a teacher who's heard way too many stories about young chickadees that want to get a good grade and sure. will warm up to, in this case, a professor. But you know, who knows? Who knows? Like, they're just—I don't know if this is a boomer opinion that we're we're talking about oh, I because think it's so. like I think a lot of the younger crowd now are easily friends with yes. the opposite sex. Yes. And yes. they just are more, you know, open to that. However, I, I don't know. It's like, if you're, if you're in a serious relation with somebody, there is no need to be friends with the opposite sex where you're seeing them all the time. You know, it could cause some misconceptions conceptions and some yeah. misunderstandings and you know there's the other thing it's like you can have a long distance relationship with an ex yes you know by we have social media now right. you don't right. have to see somebody you can just kind of check in right say hey you know how you doing what's your life all about right you know like what they have you know like what they have to say on their instagram or whatever right right and uh, leave it at that you don't it doesn't have to be all or nothing in some cases i think 
you know. That, that's true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But you should have honesty with your partner right. in order to do that. They have to be on board with it. I wouldn't do anything behind somebody's back like that. No, you know? no, no. Or maybe you would. Maybe I would if, if the friendship was really important to me and my right. and my partner was totally against it and not uh, understanding that would cause, it and you that just would cause get, a lot like of a power struggle. It's like wait a minute, you're trying to impose upon me as my significant other that I you don't want me to do that. Mm -hmm. It's like really, yeah. It's it's just and then that allows that causes you to kind of question your relationship, your current relationship. Right, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, it's a tough one. I don't have to worry about it, though, because you know, right. my situation. Right. Do you have? No, no, not, not for me. Um, it's funny because my partner, husband, is... He's not a flirt. He's so not a flirt. And you know, it's funny. If there's been one thing, I tend to be a, I, I tend to live a life of, like, it seems like absolutes. Like, uh, Jane never is able to have breakups in her life, in her history, uh, with males, my preferred partner um, that go and leave amicably it's always mm. there's always attention there's never a a goodbye it's bittersweet but they're sweet about it too it's like mm. no no they're just like okay the, the, the wall comes down the curtain falls and you know the axe falls and it's ended it's on like, your part uh, yeah and on their part and we're just there's no communication. It's like, see have you later. Have you agonized over that? Or is it, not, are you okay so with much. it? I'm just noticing a pattern, you know, with me. And so it's like, wow, is that called true boundaries? And that's important? Or is that an inability on my part, their part? You know. Right, it's a fine line, isn't it? I, it's like, like, I go I back and know. forth in my head. It's like, it could be yeah. healthy boundary. Right. Setting to protect yourself. Right. Or is it an unhealthy protection? Right. Yeah. Right, yeah, because there, there is, um, it's, that's a stiff, rigid goodbye, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. It's like, does it have to be that way? Well, maybe. Yeah, maybe it does, but... The other thing that's very absolute about me, and I guess this is a, a so-called lucky thing, is that I don't ever attract males commit. You know, if I'm in a committed relationship, uh, I don't attract males that will flirt with other women and cheat on me. It's just like, wow, that's it's great. A, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't happen. You know, and it's like. Well, how did I get so lucky? You know, it's like, mm. but there's a theme. It's sort of like, and I, you know, I, I don't know if I hate to say it, but I, I can't help but wonder if, well, is, you know, is that the way my parents' marriage was? Yeah. Was my father a flirt? 
No. He was very gregarious and outgoing and full of life. You know, he was an Aries like you are. Okay. <laughs> Need I say anymore, you know? And, um, and he always had a smile and a laugh and, and he would get around with women and men and, you know, just have a great time. But it's like, did I ever once, once, did I ever think, gee, I wonder if my parents might split up. It's like, no. Okay. Nobody ever crossed boundaries in my that was family. Great. That's, that was your model. That was my model. And so therefore, I somehow, you know, I guess in, with our human radar, because let's face it, it's, you know, I'm, now these days, I'm, I'm even wondering if that human radar that we, um, you know, choose friends and, and just um, loved interests and so on is really just our subconscious of, of mm. early training. Yeah, possibly. You know? Not to change the subject, but what crossed my mind with this X thing that we're talking about is like as mothers, when our children break up with their exes. Oh, yes. How do, what position are you left in as far as keeping in contact with your children's exes or yes. not? You know, there's boundaries sometimes that, that are broken. Yeah. I know in, 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 in my family, you know, there's been a little bit of tension there, but ultimately then everybody, you know, once, my, once one of my children splits, everybody splits because I don't right. respect. Right. right. But it can be hard because especially if someone's been in your life. Yes. You know, no, that's via so your child, you know, it's like, I don't know if you've ever had that experience, but they become part of your life. And then all of a sudden, not of your choice, but because of your children's choice, right. they're out of your life. Yes. It's like, so do you just com completely cut off communication with that person or not? I have relatives who don't do that with their kids. Oh, yeah. And I have, my, as my experience, I've, I've had to sometimes... Sometimes my children say, no, it's okay. You can contact them, but I don't want to right. for whatever right. reason. Right. So it's interesting. Yeah, no, that is. Absolutely. It's funny you say that because just this week, I, you know, I, I so rarely go on Facebook these days, but I don't know, for some reason, I'm tending to a little bit more, at least this week, and um, I ran across one of my uh, children's uh, exes and uh, brought up their uh, their site, their uh, Facebook page, and um, I found myself wondering, gee, what would life have been like if they didn't split up? You know, how, and I just, it's, it's kind of interesting because you do get, in some instances, you do get attached. Uh, or not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to, right. To the, oh, you broke up? Great. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Right. It's what I've been wanting. <laughs> yes, yes, I've been praying for that. Um, you know, and I, I find, you know, in, at the age group we are, you know, there are, we still have friends that maybe the person is that they're their family member or especially a child what we call child an adult child of ours is divorced and starting to date again and there's that scenario it's like I have seen and I've been on the receiving end of after my divorce many years ago dating some guys and these 
this one guy in particular, his mother had been through already two wives, two ex-wives. And it's like, so when I came in the door, she was like, and you're who? And you're right. You know, like, oh, here we go again. Yeah. It's like, And you're sorry. judged before you even had your foot in the oh, door. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. And, and sort of like, yeah, I really don't want to get to know you. Yeah. Because I've already said goodbye to two of them. Yeah. You know, okay, yes, the first was, oh, they got married at 20. And that wasn't the best thing. And the second one was, well... You know, blah blah blah, and they've been apart for many years. But still, I, I you know, I, I've been, I've, I've been on the lack of receiving end mm-hmm. <laughs> of not being accepted, and yeah. how it does, you know, it it pulls on your relationship when the family isn't supportive, warm, you know. Yeah, you know, just another example of how we're all connected, Janie. And yeah, it's like a domino effect. Yeah, whatever you do affects the next person. Yes, yada, yada yada yada. Yeah, and on we go. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's really interesting. We're we're inter we're interconnected. Yeah, family. Yeah, we're like extended the, family. The quilt. The quilt. The quilt of, of life. You know, yeah. and, and it's like, oh geez, is my quilt looking kind of shabby these days? Is it like kind of tattered and torn? And <laughs> yeah. Or did, or am I proud of that quilt? You know, it's know. like, especially when we give birth to to children, and then they have spouses, and then you have spouses and partners and what have you. And you take a look. I guess at our age, we are. We often will look back and say, "Yeah, how's, how's that really looking?" You know, yeah. and I, you know, I'll, I'll call it the quilt. Yes, it's the quilt of life. Right. My therapist said, "You know, Joanne, listen, your quilt. Look at life as a quilt." Did she say yeah, that? Yeah, she said that to me. Oh my goodness. Because I was like really sad about some of the things that have happened in my life, and she said, "Listen, everybody has those patches on their quilt that are darker." The, you know, you have some patches on the quilt that are darker. You have some patches on the quilt that are lighter. But when you step back and you look at it, it's a beautiful quilt. Yeah. And that's the quilt of your life. And just yes. accept the fact that you'll have some dark patches and some light patches. You know, and it's okay. But, you know, just embrace it all. And I just, that was a kind of a, a great analogy for me. And I, I said, like yeah. That. Because I everybody really has those like dark that. patches on the quilt. And it's okay. Yes. You know, and you know, you just brought up something so ultra special to, to, to talk about, and that is acceptance and lack of judgment is, is like so huge. And I think that's really ultimately what we're talking about here. And maybe that can be our next conversation. Oh, I'm liking that. Acceptance and non-judgment. That would be great because yeah. that is a big lesson. And at this age, you know, 60, 65. Right, 65. I'm just realizing that I have to do more of it, you know, at this stage than I ever did before. Right. For some reason. Yes. Do you yes. feel that too? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, more, more than ever. More, yeah. More than ever. Yeah, that is kind of interesting. I think that's something that we didn't really... It didn't occur to us, you know, 10, 20, 30 years ago no. that we would be Because it was stage. all, for me anyway, we'll talk about it in our next conversation, yeah. but it had to do a lot with control 
you know, feeling in control of what was happening. Being, you know, I was a single mom, you were a single mom. You know, that, that had a lot to do with it, I right. think. But let's let's hold off and talk yeah, about that for our like next that. for our next time. Yeah. What do, what do you all think? Do you like that? Well, then you just gotta stay tuned, I guess. That's right. <laughs> it's the Joni and Janie story. It's the Joni and Janie story, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Listen, do you have anything I don't know, I didn't ask you, but do you have anything for November for us? Oh well. Like actually, as far as astrology goes. Astrologically. You know, I let me just say this to you. Um by the time you listen to this, it will be the first week in November, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we would have just had uh, this coming Wednesday morning. So what is that? Um, is that the 21st or of October? Of October or something like that. Yeah. It's the full moon. Ooh. And I'll just kind of mention because when you hear this podcast. You can reflect back on what I'm saying and see if this pertains to you because this particular full moon is an interesting one. Well, they're all interesting, truth be told. Um, But it's at the last couple of degrees of Libra. So those of you who are born um, the third week in April, the uh, third week in uh, October, and also, the, yeah, it's kind of like the third week babies of the month. Okay. Especially, but especially April and October. It are really getting triggered by this full moon. Now, full moons are endings. It's a shedding. It's a closing of a door and opening up either of another door or another window. I mean, you get to decide which what you want to do, but it, it, there is a goodbye. So I'll get, I guess I'll just say to you, um, in, in many respects, it's it's beautifully aspected by Jupiter, and Jupiter is a planet of great benevolence and blessings. It's ex- expansive. It's like it's the Mac Daddy of, of of the universe. It's it's the candy of the universe, you know, it just wants to give and be pleasant and, and yeah. So it's connecting with that energy. And sometimes though, we get a stomach ache from too much candy and ice cream. (laughs) So I will just put it out there to everyone. Do you think that maybe this last week in October, can you reflect back and maybe think about, hmm, what what did I overdo? What did I say goodbye to? What did I close the door on? And um, was there excess? (laughs) Halloween candy. Yeah, so you, you bought two bags and you ate one yourself the exactly. week before. All righty. Give me all those almond joys. That's right. right. I have my kids at, at the end of the night. I'd say, okay, let's, let's look at all your candy. And I would take all their almond joys. <laughs> they were fine with it. I know, because of the coconut, right? Oh, I love almond joys. my favorite candy. I don't ever eat them except for Halloween time. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, it's a it's a good habit. Yeah. It's not like I don't eat pumpkin pie except on Thanksgiving. Uh, yeah. Right. Right. Ain't it the 
Oh, Janie, I love you. Love you too, my Joni. Well, I'm glad that things are going okay with us. And yeah, we're, they're, we're they good. are, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. we're yeah, good. We're, we're good. High five. High five. I love you, a bushel and a peck. You bet your pretty neck I do, do, do. We're nuts. We're crazy. Bye. Love you. Love you too, honey.